good to see you all this morning. We're going to continue our series this morning on stories from the Old Testament that we've been doing. And uh, I'm going to talk about Samson this morning. And uh, we read in the Bible, you know, how God gave the land of Canaan to the Israelites. And he told them to go in and conquer them and he would give them victory over all the Canaanites, and he wanted them wiped off of the face of the earth. And Israel started that job, but they stopped halfway through and didn't finish. And as a result of that, they became ruled over by the Canaanites. And we're going to start reading in uh, Judges chapter 13, where the story of Samson starts. And here in, in Judges chapter 13, at this point, the, the Philistines had ruled over the Israelites for 40 years. and But now, at this point, God was going to give them a, a champion named Samson who would deliver them from the Philistines or start that process. And this story, this is a very bloody story. It's a very violent story. Story. And I think it's important as we study Samson to remember that the Philistines dug this grave for themselves. That they had made themselves enemies of God. And you don't want to be an enemy of God. God was very generous and very kind to the people of Canaan. And he gave them a lot. But they repaid his kindness by walking away from him and turning their backs and creating idols for themselves and to worship instead of God. And they even, they even started sacrificing their own children. And God wanted them gone. And <clears throat> I, think, I think we'll see that... <clears throat> These, these Philistines, they chose this path when they walked away from God, and we need to remember that when we study this story, because it is very violent. In Judges chapter 13 and, and verse 2, it says that in the city of Zorah here in Israel, they, uh, there was a man from from the tribe of Dan named Manoah. He was a Jew named Manoah, and he had a wife, but his wife didn't have any children. She was barren and had no children. And in Judges chapter 13 and verse 3, it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed, now you are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now, therefore, please be careful to not drink wine or similar drink and not to eat anything unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So he was to be a Nazarite. Now, that word Nazarite means separated and concentrated. And in Numbers, it tells us that it was a person who took a vow and separated him from worldly things. And 
and consecrated himself to God. And, and there was only three people mentioned in the Bible that was made Nazarites by birth, uh, by God. Um, the other two was Samuel and John the, uh, John the Baptist was the third. And the angel of the Lord said here that, that uh, Samson would be one of these Nazarites and he would begin to deliver Israel from the Philistines who ruled over them. That's what God wanted him to do. And sure enough, the woman had a son and named him Samson. And he grew up and he started traveling down to these border cities of the Philistines. And he met a Philistine woman and he took a liking to her and decided he wanted to marry this woman. And he went back home and told his parents that he found this woman, this Philistine, he was wanting to marry her. And his parents was upset. They didn't like the idea at all. They said, can't you find, isn't there a woman among your people you can marry? Why do you have to marry this Philistine? But he was determined. This was the one he wanted to marry. So they finally relented and decided to go down with him to the wedding. And when Samson got there, um, he went off by himself for a while. And suddenly this lion came out of nowhere and attacked him and was going to kill him. And that's when God gave Samson this special gift. It was immense, miraculous strength. And the Bible says, And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he tore the lion apart as, if, as one would have torn apart a young goat, although he had nothing in his hand. But he did not tell his father and his mother what he had done. So he gets this incredible strength. And he's just able to, to tear the lion apart. And later he would come by and look at this, where this carcass of the lion was. And he found in the carcass honey and bees. And he ate some of the honey and gave some to his parents. Well, Samson ended up marrying this woman. And the Philistines had a lot of really strange customs that were different than the Israelites had. And one of them was that the, the bridegroom was to have this great feast for um, all of their friends. And it would be last for a whole week. And there would be a week of preparation up to this feast. Problem was that Samson was a Jew and he didn't have any friends that were Philistines. And so his wife's family, they gathered 30 of their friends to be companions for Samson during this feast. And Samson is sitting around with these guys and, and he decides to, to, to make a bet with them. And he tells them, he tells them, I have a riddle for you, and I'm going to tell you this riddle, and if you can figure out the meaning of this riddle by the end of the feast, I'll give you 30 changes of clothes, 30 garments, if you can do it. 
But if you can't, by the end of the feast, you have to give me 30 pieces of clothing, 30 garments. Well, they agreed to this bet. And so he told him his riddle. Out of the eater came something to eat. And out of the strong came something sweet. Now we know the story. And we can guess the answer. They didn't know what had happened. And this blew their mind. They couldn't figure it out. For three days they tried to figure out the meaning of these words. And they couldn't do it. And so they went to his wife and tried to get her to tell them what this meant. And she didn't know. He didn't tell her. She said, I don't know. He hasn't told me what the meaning is. And they started getting angry and threatening her. They accused her of colluding with her husband to try to steal these clothes from them. And she said, that's not true. But they just kept on and kept after her. So she went to Samson and asked him, what the meaning was, and he said he wasn't going to tell her. And she said, she just kept after him, and she said, well, apparently you don't love me, because if you loved me, you would tell me. And he said, I haven't told anybody the answer to this riddle, and he wouldn't tell her. So she started to cry, and she cried, and she told him how he didn't care at all for her, And she cried for seven days. All during the feast she cried and wept and said how much he hated her and didn't care a thing. And she she cried and she cried and he finally gave in on the last day of the feast and told her the answer to the riddle. She immediately went to her friends of the family And told them the answer. And they came to Samson. And they said, here Samson is the answer to your riddle. What is sweeter than honey? And what is stronger than a lion? Samson looked and he sees his wife. And the expression on her face, he knew she had betrayed him. Samson went to a nearby city of the Philistines and killed 30 men, took their clothes, threw them at her friends, went back home to Israel, leaving his wife with her dad. He'd had enough of the Philistines. Well, time passed, and Samson started feeling bad about the way he treated her. And so, he decides to go back to her house and with a young goat as a peace offering. And he gets to her house and she's not there. And her father says, well, I thought you hated her, so I gave her to another man to marry and she's with him now. But he says, I have this, this younger daughter, you can have her. Samson said, no. I won't have her, but from now on, I'm going to be blameless for what happens to the Philistines. And so Samson starts gathering foxes, live foxes. He goes out in the forest and starts catching them. 
and they're not easy to catch, I'm sure, and, and it must have taken him a long time because he gathers 300 live foxes. And he takes the foxes after he gets them all, two at a time, and he ties a, a rope between their tails, ties them together with this rope. And in the middle of the rope, he puts a torch. And he takes the two foxes to the corner of a field of one of the Philistines, lights the torch on fire, and lets them go. And you can imagine the foxes just go all over the place, running from that flame. And the fields burst in flames. He does this 150 times. And when he's done, their fields are decimated. The Philistines' crops are gone. Well, they find out who'd done this to him. And they go to the house of his wife and her father, and they burn them alive. Samson finds out this, and then the war escalates even further. He goes out, the Bible says, and kills a multitude of the Philistines. And then he goes back home to Israel, to Judah. And he ends up in a town of Edom, the land of Judah. Shortly after that, the Philistines show up in Judah. This vast army of the Philistines. And the leaders of Judah come out and say, why have you come to us? They say, we've come for Samson. And so the leaders of Judah go to Edom. And they, and they find Samson. And they say, Samson, what have you done to us? Don't you know that the Philistines rule over us? Samson said, I did what they did to me. They said, Samson, we've come to arrest you and to bring you to the Philistines. And Samson said, just promise me one thing, that you won't kill me yourself. They said, we're not going to kill you, Samson, but we are going to give you to them. And so Samson held out his hands. And they take two brand new ropes and they wrap them around his hands behind his back and bind him and lead him back to where the Philistine army is. And the Bible says when he comes toward, when he came toward the Philistines and the Philistines saw Samson bound coming toward them. They said the army started running toward Samson, shouting. And the Bible says the Jews that were with him watched and they said he pulled his hands apart as if they were bound by a single blade of grass. And Samson reaches down and picks up a jawbone of a donkey And with that one bone, he completely wipes out the army of the Philistines. 
When he's done, he stands alone in the middle of a thousand corpses that are lying on the ground. This was the strength of God. After this, the Jews made Samson their leader. And he judged Israel for 20 years. And though Samson had great physical strength, he had a lot of weaknesses. And all along this border with the Philistines, there were these towns. And these little border towns made a lot of money selling things to the Jews that they couldn't buy in Israel because God didn't want them to have them. And Samson started going down to these cities at night where he thought he wouldn't be recognized. And the Bible says he went into a harlot's house and some people recognized him, who he was, that this was Samson. And they laid a trap for him outside the gate. They would lock the gate at night. And so they planned on attacking him in the morning when they unlocked the gate. But Samson found out about this, and he left at midnight. And the Bible says he went up to the gate and lifted the whole thing up, the guard, the posts and everything, out of the ground and took it back home with him. Now, part of me wants to cheer for Samson as he beats those Philistines yet again, you know. Finally, he did it again. Part of me wants to do that. But you know, he shouldn't have been at that place. He was going places he shouldn't be. And he had a weakness. He had a weakness for women and the lust of the flesh. And it's becoming hard to root for this guy. He's he's doing things he shouldn't be doing. And as we're about to see, eventually, this is going to be his undoing. You know, we all have temptations we struggle with. And it doesn't matter how strong you are. If you keep feeding those temptations, it's going to be your undoing as well. You know, every time we give in to temptation and and try to fulfill that, it gets harder not to give in the next time. And it just gets easier and easier to keep doing the same thing. And that's what happened to Samson. Her name was Delilah. And she was a beautiful woman. She lived in one of these border towns. And Samson started visiting her often. And the lords of the Philistines, they knew what kind of a woman she was. And they thought this would give them a chance to get back at Samson. 
So they offered her money. Over a thousand pieces of silver each. If she would figure out why Samson was so strong. And come and tell them how they could overcome him. How they could beat this man. And she agreed for money to do that. And so she started asking him why he was so strong. And he wouldn't tell her. And she kept after him and kept after him. Every night she would try to get it out of him. And finally, finally he started making things up just to get her to shut up about it. He would tell her that if they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, I'll become as weak as any other man. And so that night, guess what happened to him? She bound him as he slept with seven bowstrings. She went and called the Philistines and brought him to her the house, and she she agreed, as she agreed she would do. And she led the Philistines into the room, and she shouted, Samson, the Philistines are upon you, the Philistines are upon you. And he woke up and just tore the bounds off and chased out the Philistines. Later she said, you're just mocking me, aren't you? You're not telling me the truth. She once again tried to get him to tell her why. and She would stay after him and he would make something else up, another story about how he could be bound and they could take him. And Every time she'd go get the Philistines and they'd wait to attack him. She'd she announce, the Philistines are after you, Samson. He'd wake up and chase them off. This happened over and over again. Every time they would fail, but one time, finally, finally Samson told her the truth. Why do you think he did that? I mean, he had to have known. No one's that dumb. He had to know what she was going to do. Why did he tell her? The Bible says in verse 17, I believe it tells us why. Verse 17, it says, At that moment, Samson gave her his whole heart. He gave it all to her. And he told her the truth. He said that he was born a Nazarite by God. And as such, a razor had never touched his head. And the day he is shaved, he would lose all his strength. And he would be just like any other man. Delilah called for the Philistines. She said... This time I've got him. I know the truth now. He's really told me. Come tonight and you'll have him. So, that night as Samson slept, she cut off all his hair. And the Philistines waited outside and 
She woke him up. The Philistines are after you. The Philistines are here. He woke up and he tried to fight them as he usually did and it was no use. She said, the Philistines are upon you. He woke up from sleep and said, I will go out as before at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know, the Bible says, that the Lord had departed from him. They bound Samson with bronze and led him to Gaza where they plucked out his eyes. He spent the remainder of his days as a blind slave pushing the grinding wheel for the Philistines. Now the last chapter of Judges chapter 16 tells how the Philistines gathered at their temple of one of their false gods. And they were going to have this celebration and sacrifice for their God, thanking him for delivering Samson to them. And the Bible says that all the leaders of the Philistines were there. And they brought Samson out of the prison to perform for him. And so Samson danced for the Philistine leaders there, humiliated. And when he was done with that, he was exhausted and he told one of the servant boys there to lead him him over to the, the pillars so he could rest. And the boy did that and he got over to the pillars and that's when Samson began to pray to God. And he asked God to please remember him one last time. And just once more, Lord, give me strength. Give me your strength, God, he said. And then Samson reached to the two pillars and he pushed them down. And the walls crumbled and the ceiling fell and killed all the Philistine leaders and Samson there in the temple. And so the Bible says the dead that he killed at his death were more than he killed in his life. I asked Michael why he thought this story was in the Bible. Why is this here? What does God want us to learn from this story? He said, God is able to use imperfect people. And I think that's a good summary for this story. Samson wasn't perfect, that's for sure. He was selfish. He was prideful. He had a horrible temper. And he had a weakness for women and the lust of the flesh. Does that sound like someone you would want as a leader of your people? Yet God was able to use him. God was able to give him strength. 
For when we are weak, our God is strong. We all may want to, at times, put on an air of strength to, our, to one another. We might want to thank our fellow Christians to think that we are so strong spiritually all the time. But the truth is we all know that we have temptations and struggles in this life. And we don't always win every battle during the week, do we? Though our failures aren't recorded in the Bible like Samson's are, I think we all can identify with the struggles. So I want to encourage you all this morning to keep fighting. Keep fighting every fight. Don't give in to the temptations. Don't quit. Don't quit fighting. Don't quit with the job half done like the Israelites did. And don't be discouraged by failure. Because we all fail and fall short of the glory of God. But I want you to remember the words of the Apostle Paul who said, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. When you're tempted, pray to God. When you see a temptation in front of you, something you know that is a temptation to you, pray to God and ask Him for strength. He'll give it to you. He can help you overcome any temptation. Remember God when you need that. and Pray to Him. Every victory you make, every single victory will make you stronger. And it will be easier next time to overcome these things. So finally, when your time is done, you can echo the words of Paul that he said to Timothy, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And finally, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. I hope this has been encouraging to you, this story and the words that as we all struggle every day to try to be better Christians like Jesus. And if you're struggling today and would like the prayers of the church to help you, we would be, we would be glad to do that. If so, please come forward, sit on the front pew as we stand and sing.